A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Danielle Yawovietska. Thanks for listening to the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily Podcast. Here's what's happening today, Friday the 11th of September. Microsoft says the same Russian military intelligence outfit that hacked the Democrats in 2016 has attempted to get into the computer systems of more than 200 organisations, including political parties and consultants, ahead of November's US presidential election. Most of the attempts by Russian, Chinese and Iranian agents were stopped by Microsoft's security software and those targeted were notified. The company wouldn't comment on who may have been successfully hacked or the impact, but they identified the military intelligence unit known as Fancy Bear as being behind the activity. Let's continue with a story that has a similar theme. Travel firms have been blasted for failing to secure their websites from hackers despite previous cyber attacks. The consumer group Witch says its investigation found vulnerabilities in websites linked to Marriott, British Airways and EasyJet. Each of those has previously been the subject of high-profile data breaches. The research found hundreds of flaws on sites linked to the three companies. It examined cybersecurity not just on their main websites, but on related sites, including promotional sites, spin-off business and employee login portals. For example, almost 500 issues were found on sites linked to Marriott, with more than 100 judged to be high-risk or critical by which. The hotel chain was hit by a major data breach in 2018 when it admitted the guest records of 339 million customers had been accessed, an incident for which it was fined £99 million. And this year, the company said the details of as many as 5.2 million customers may also have been accessed in a second breach. The editor of Which Travel said the companies were leaving customers exposed to cybercriminals and needed to up their game. Reforms have been proposed to alter laws in the UK that target online abuse. Incidents of cyber flashing when someone sends an unsolicited sexual image to another device nearby and pylon harassment where online harassment is coordinated against an individual have increased on the internet, apps and social media. The Law Commission says existing safeguards have failed to keep up, over-criminalising in some situations and under-criminalising in others. It proposes changes to criminalise behaviour where a communication would likely cause harm, covering electronic attacks such as an abusive email or social media post. And it recommends cyber flashing be included as a sexual offence under the Sexual Offences Act 2003. A new study suggests the public's confidence in vaccines may be improving in the UK and other parts of Europe, but many countries worldwide are seeing increasing scepticism over the safety of vaccines. These hesitancy hotspots are nations experiencing political instability and religious extremism, such as Afghanistan, Nigeria and Pakistan. The spread of misinformation also poses a global threat to any vaccination programmes. 
Data was collected from nearly 300,000 adults across 149 countries, and the findings published in The Lancet also raise questions over people's willingness to be given a COVID-19 vaccination should any of the current trials be successful. The professional gamer Ninja is returning to Twitch after a year away from the streaming platform. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Tyler Ninja Blevins has signed an exclusive multi-year deal with Amazon's Twitch after he left last year to join Microsoft's streaming platform Mixer. After that shut down, Ninja became a free agent. He's the most recognisable figure in streaming and has branched into the mainstream with large licensing deals. Ninja already has 15.1 million followers on Twitch, the highest of any streamer on the platform, and his total views rank fifth in Twitch history. Ninja's first stream under the new deal started yesterday. If you're enjoying this bulletin, then please take a moment to subscribe and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. NFL fans are now met with a disappointing message if they head to the NFL Streams subreddit on Reddit. It's been banned for violations of the company's copyright repeat infringement policy. The subreddit featured links to streams of every NFL game, which was great for fans of NFL teams that weren't playing locally on TV. Reddit's been cracking down on other streaming subreddits too. It shut down NBA streams and soccer streams. The UK rapper Stormzy is making an appearance in Watch Dogs Legion. Ubisoft revealed the collaboration during its Forward event last night. It showed an in-game version of the grime artist performing his new song Rainfall. The video of the track will be part of a special mission available in the game. Stormzy said, I'm honoured to be a part of it, in the video set in a virtual London. And Ubisoft has now also officially announced Prince of Persia The Sands of Time remake after it was leaked yesterday. The company said the game features new enemy character models, as well as enhanced voices, sounds, parkour animations and soundtrack. The camera, controls and combat have also been rebuilt and gamers can choose between original or modernised mapping. Two UK-made nanosatellites the size of a shoebox will launch into space later this month. They'll be joining a fleet of more than 100 objects in low Earth orbit that predict global trade movements. They have onboard intelligent machine learning algorithms that can predict the locations of boats, track their whereabouts and their estimated arrival times at ports. It allows for port businesses and authorities to manage busy docks safely. The satellites made by Aspire Global UK have been backed by more than £6 million of government investment and developed in partnership with the European Space Agency Pioneer Programme and the UK Space Agency. Two of them will take off on the Russian Soyuz launcher later this month. Another two will then join them on board an Indian Polar Satellite launch vehicle at the beginning of November. NASA's taking another step to encourage exploration of the moon. The space agency wants to buy lunar soil from private companies and is offering between fifteen dollars and $25,000 for each sample. For each cash, NASA will pay companies 10% of the money on signing a contract, another 10% after launching their spacecraft and the balance after the sample's been collected. NASA's administrator Jim Bridenstine says the main goal is to stimulate and normalise the extraction and sale of lunar resources to prove they can then be traded among companies, individuals and countries. You're up to date. 
Subscribe and come back tomorrow for a fresh update on the latest news from the worlds of tech and science. Also, check out our podcast, Women Tech Charge. Dr. Anne-Marie Amaphidon meets amazing women leading the way in science, tech, maths and engineering. There are two whole seasons to binge and the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.